The Today's Homeowner Radio Podcast is brought to you by The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Welcome to Today's Homeowner with Danny Lipford, your partner in home improvement. Everyone has questions about their home. We've got the answers, and we have a few laughs along the way. Informative, entertaining, and sometimes off the wall. Home improvement has never been this much fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Today's Homeowner Radio Show. Another great week for home improvement information because you're at the right place. For the most practical, realistic, and current home improvement information you'll find anywhere. Danny Lifford here along with my buddy Joe Truini. And during this first hour, we're going to talk about trying to help a homeowner discover if they have hardwood floors under the carpet. How can you do it without tearing all the carpet up? We have a few tips on that. Also, a tape measure with an LED light. You knew it had to happen sooner or later. Well, it's on the market right now. We'll tell you all about that. Also, the proper caulk to use and the procedure to go through when you're recaulking your tub or shower. Extremely important for a successful, long-lasting job. We'll tell you what tips that Joe and I have used many, many times over the years. Of course, we've got a lot of emails that we're going to be rambling through as well. And Joe, what about that simple solution coming up in a bit? I have a quick tip on how to take scuff marks and little stains that are on your floor, typically from your shoes, using, of all things, a tennis ball. All right. All right. Well, that's that's probably welcome at this point when people are starting yeah. to think about the holidays coming up, wanting to do a few things to the house. You can't take on too big of a project at this point in the year, but you can certainly make a big difference for your family and guests when they come by. Just a few little touch-ups. We'll share with you a few of those over the next few weeks. And you can always go to todayshomeowner.com and check out a lot of the information we have there that can help you have a better-looking house. Now, we want to hear from you. You can pick up the phone anytime and give us a call. 800-946-4420 is the Today's Homeowner Hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Your opportunity to ask any question, comment, or you might have a tip that's worked well for you. Share it with us, and we'll share it with our listeners all across the country. You can also send us an email. We got some great emails this week. We appreciate those. You can send one right now or anytime by going to todayshomeowner.com slash ask. And Joe, I'll tell you, you know, with slowing down and, you know, trying to uh, do something that's close to, say, semi-retirement. Man, I've I've been so busy, but doing projects that I have been wanting to do for years and years. And the problem is, I think I started them all the same week. I mean, you know, (laughs) uh, I should kind of like space them out a little bit. You have to pace yourself. But, but, but But I'll tell you what satisfaction I get. I don't, I can't understand it, but what satisfaction I get out of seeing um, a building being torn down, one that is ugly, one that's all grown up. And that was exactly the way, if you remember the old Uh office, the old office. Oh, on Cody Road? Yeah, out in Westmobile. And it was a a wonderful place for us for, I think, 18 years. We've been away from there for about 15 years and I've had it rented out. And uh, it's mostly been used for storage of vehicles and things like that. Absolute right. eyesore, terrible. Um, I couldn't, you know, if I was one of the neighbors there, I would have been complaining <laughs> like like they are, like they're doing. They can't, Danny can't see it from his house, so it wasn't so bad. <laughs> so, so it was very satisfying to uh, knock the whole building down, put the silk yeah. fencing around, level the ground up a little bit. And the, it, even though it's still just an empty lot, um, it looks a lot better than, than the two, you know, deteriorating buildings 
buildings that were there. But if you remember, um, the back building was actually our very first uh, studio that today's Homer yep. River had. I remember that very well. I remember going down over 20 years ago now. They shoot the first simple solution out back. There was like a tool shed from what I remember. It had a corrugated uh-huh. metal yeah. lean-to roof sticking out over it. And, of course, it started raining, and the rain was leaking through the right. <laughs> through the tin roof. Um, but we managed to do it. We, we soldiered we on. We built it out of used tin that was being thrown away. It was, oh, let's not do that. We have tar. And it was yeah. um, um, would, would range anywhere from 100 to 32 degrees. Right. Nothing, nothing comfortable <laughs> in between. Right. So, but it's a little bittersweet. That was like the birthplace of today's homeowner as we know it today, really. Yeah, pretty pretty much, you know, but it's just so sad. And I, and, and I think the thing that I like so much about that kind of thing is wonderful before and after pictures. You know, it's yes. uh, uh, like when I, when, I, when I ride by there now, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's under control. It's it, Plus, it's so much larger than I ever imagined that it was when you start getting the buildings off and right. the trees yeah. and you get everything kind of smooth. So uh, so anyway, that's one of the things that I've been doing and enjoying the heck out of that. And uh, my landscapers got finished with planting my palm trees and all of my Great. privacy uh, hollies that I've put along the edge there. So um, that's, that's, that's a big plus. And, uh, I'll tell you, I'll remind everybody, you know, you, you think, you know, where all of your utilities are in your yard, call 811 before right. anything, know. because, um, I thought I pretty well got, you know, like a little map I drew when I built the house, which is always a good idea because you do forget exactly where all the lines were. But of course the 811 service call before you dig, they come out, mark everything with paint and flags. Yep. So it took all the guesswork away of where the cable and the water and the um, gas line and especially the electrical line. And even though they're required to put these lines certain distances, rarely do they. So so we missed every single line there, but they hit the irrigation line at least nine times. So, so, um, and, and so, apparently so it's, it's now you're getting more water than you originally had. Planned, oh but, yeah. You know. It's just bubbling up out of, but they, they repaired all of that. Apparently they do it on a regular basis because they had all the, <laughs> all the tools they needed to do that. But when it's all said and done and you look back at it, we've got all the mulch in and the edging in and all of that, um, is, is really cool, but I am going to have to have the sprinkler um, uh, contractor that I used come back out and right. adjust because it's not a yard anymore, that section. It's a bed. So the, right. the, yep. those type of, um, you know, sprinkler heads that pop up, um, I'm afraid will eventually cut the plant in half, which is not what you <laughs> yeah. want, you know, right. because it's right. only a few. But so anyway, uh, o- o- overall, a, a great improvement, something I've had on my list for a couple of years. And uh, I just love completing that type of thing that never gets old, um, doing some things around your house and looking over your shoulder, though you may be tired and right. though you may be broke, um, it still <laughs> looks really, really nice to see that and to know that it'll be growing and it was done right. And isn't it a great feeling just checking something off your list, something you've always wanted to do and you finally got around to it. Uh, We built our home. We bought the property and built our home about 30 years ago. And there are projects I thought of when we first built the house and I'm just completing some of them now. Like I'd mentioned Uh a few, a couple of months ago, I put in a bay window. How long did I stare at that wall thinking about (laughs) putting in a bay window until I finally did, you know, but what it does, it just feels good. Every time I walk by that window, I think about what a great feeling it is. Why it took me so long. I don't know, but, but you're right. The calling 811, it doesn't cost anything. They come up really quickly if you tell them when you need them out there. And we had our electrical lines are buried from the house when we built the house. We had them buried electrical lines from the street up to the mm-hmm. to the house. Mm-hmm. And I knew exactly where they were. And then we were putting in a dog fence 
um, for an invisible dog fence for our dog. And they came out and they marked it. And it had to be at least a yard off where I thought it was. Uh I didn't realize Uh it kind of runs down the near the driveway, but I thought it was close to the driveway than it was. And thankfully they marked it. Otherwise we we would have dug it up for sure. You Mm -hmm. know, we put in the, the electric fence. I'll tell you another thing we're working on, which is an unbelievable project, and that is getting ready for the big, big um, liquidation sale, I guess we're calling it, um, From you know, over, From over the, the years of all of the things we accumulated, all of the decor items that we use, um, 300 and something garden tools, like brand right. new shovels and rakes and uh, Kaiser blades and all wow. these kind of things, just uh, just thousands of different items and oh, people got to freak out when they show up and you know, see oh, it's all gonna these be unbelievable. Tools, yeah. and, and if you're in the mobile area or want to or drive in for that it's the afternoon of the third of november and the morning of the fourth of november and we will be posting a lot of information on our yeah. uh, facebook page so go to today's homeowner facebook page or the danny lifford facebook page and uh and we'll be sending out some notices on that and also a lot of it will be done online on a lot of the things we have uh they'll be putting on ebay and other places so I, I would yeah. like to bid on Scott and Brad. I want both of those guys <laughs> who I shot the Simple Solutions with for almost 20 years. So I'll, I'll take both of those guys. <laughs> well, they're pretty good uh, workers, too, besides of creating beautiful video and that kind of thing. They uh, they know their way around a, a paintbrush, a hammer, and Absolutely. concrete. And, uh, and they uh, put up with Danny for all those years. So Brad's you have to give particularly credit for fond that. of a, a jackhammer. Um, you know, he <laughs> yeah, uses a right. jackhammer and then he usually takes off at least part of a finger, not all of it, just <laughs> a little nick here and there. But we definitely have a lot of fun and we're going to have a lot of fun this week on the Today's Homeowner Radio Show. A lot of things to share with you. We're so happy that you're spending some of your busy weekend with us right here. You're listening to Today's Homeowner Radio. Today's Homeowner is brought to you by The Home Depot. How doers get more done. And welcome back to the Today's Homeowner Radio Show. We always like to put a spotlight on one of the many, many stations that carry the Today's Homeowner Radio Show each and every week. We certainly appreciate KMET AM 1490 in San Bernardino, California. Hello to everybody there on the West Coast. Hope things are going well and hope all of your projects are running along smoothly. If not, you know what to do. Give us a call 800-946-4420 or drop us an email at todayshomeowner.com slash ask. We're going to get right to the Today's Homeowner Hotline and, and talk with Elizabeth from California. Elizabeth, welcome to the show and tell us what's going on around your house. I am looking at my flooring, actually, and uh, updating my 60-year-old tracked uh, house uh, with a raised foundation. And I noticed on the plans that I have oak. And it, and I, my question has to do with it. I can trust that it is hardwood, that I can actually finish it and uh, in lieu of the uh, carpeting or, or installing glued laminate, anything like that. My neighbor just put laminate in her house, and she said she didn't have hardwood. And I was like, how could that be? <laughs> so that was my uh, interest, was tips sure. on how to confirm, pros and cons, any concerns with hardwood and okay. refinishing. 
Well, it, it, it's not unusual for an evolution of a home to start out with a hardwood floor refinished, especially one, you know, of that um, age and so forth. And uh, most likely it is a three quarter inch thick, nice old fashioned oak. Um, hopefully that's the case. Now, you never know if they followed the plans exactly and maybe they uh, last minute decided to go with carpet uh, because of cost and so forth. But you can peek under that carpet very easily to be able to see if there's hardwood. And if there is hardwood under there, I'm pretty sure it will be finished, you know, that it won't be raw wood. And most likely, a very good chance if it if, if it is the, the oak hardwood under there, it can easily be refinished and it'll be a fantastic um, looking floor. But here's what you need to do. Find a closet, find somewhere out of the way, and then the carpet will be on what they call tack strip. So it you won't be able to see it, but you right at about, you know, a couple inches off the baseboard, it's basically nails that are sticking straight up out of a little wooden strip. So if you take some pliers, uh, maybe some needle nose pliers and reach right in the corner and pull that carpet back just a little bit, sometimes it can, it can be a little bit of a challenge. Pull it back a little bit and see what you find out. What you probably will see is a layer of pad. You'll have the carpet, you'll have the pad, and hopefully you'll see that beautiful um, oak flooring with the tack strip that'll be removed when the carpet is removed. And uh, that's a way you can kind of sneak around a little bit and see what's there without tearing all the carpet up. Excellent. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Elizabeth, I just want to add a quick question. So you have carpeting on the floor now or there's no carpeting? It, it is carpeted. It is carpeted okay. and laminate in the kitchen and the bathrooms. Good. Uh, well, not laminate, so, but um, vine, uh, what is it? <laughs> vinyl? Linoleum. <laughs> I got yeah, so um, someone carpeted over. Now, do you, or I'm guessing this was probably the original floor, you think? That oak floor is probably the original floor yes. from, like, from 60 years ago? Yes, we we moved, um, I inherited my mom's house, so okay. we have uh, it's. I've been here fifty years. Okay, well, if that floor is the original floor from sixty years ago. It would almost have to be solid oak because they didn't have engineered wood, they didn't have laminate, they didn't have any of that that we have today. So I agree with Danny. Check it out in a closet or some hidden place. But I'd be willing to bet money that you have solid hardwood flooring, which is three quarter inch thick at least, and you can you know have it refinished easily. And it would look wonderful. Like, it would look brand new too. Another thing I thought about there, Elizabeth, if if um if you grew up in the home and um and and it's been around a long time, maybe there's some family pictures of uh, of a holiday, Christmas or Thanksgiving or something that will show that floor in some of the pictures. That might be kind of fun to dig into a few of those. Yes, yes, I I, I, I can I can certainly do that. I I have a friend who is real estate broker, and he he was a proponent of uh, laminate and so on. Why wouldn't you go that route? Isn't it easier? Uh, hardwood, uh, sometimes, is it more susceptible to damage, scuffs, splintering, things like that? No. The uh, luxury vinyl tiles um, are fairly durable, um, but it is not uh, the quality in that house that it, right. it, it will lower the quality um, the, the the hardwood would just elevate it so much if you did that, both for future buyers and for the wear and tear aspect of it holds up very, very well. That's why it's been so popular for so long. Um, so um, I would give it a try and uh, then get a few, hopefully you will find oak and then get a few prices uh, from several um, guys that refinish on a regular basis. And um, you might be surprised how inexpensive it can be. 
Appreciate it. Yes, I'm watching my budget. Absolutely. And I do. I like the authentic. I want to bring it back. One last thing, Elizabeth. Ask your friend if he this hardwood floor lasted over 60 years. Ask him if the laminate would last 60 years. Because it will not. <laughs> I will do that. Okay. Well, I'm certainly uh, <laughs> glad that you were part of the show today. And uh, best of luck on that. And I hope you find what you're looking for. Awesome. Thank you very, very okay. much. I appreciate you guys. Hey, our pleasure. You take care now. Have a great weekend. Hey, let's grab a quick email here. Okay. A buddy from Tennessee writes in, is it feasible to remove the vinyl trim around one section of a sliding patio door and install the glass as a picture window? Um, uh, yes, you can. Um, it just depends. Um, I assume he has glass sliding door that's been taken out or he's found one and he sees that big piece of glass. I mean, right. it should be tempered, which I'm sure it is. Most all of the doors are. Um, and then you just, when, when that's being installed, uh, you don't have the nailing flanges that you traditionally would have on a new window. So you right. have to, you know, build a frame. So a good skilled carpenter could do it, but the flashing and keeping that wall Water out of there is going to be the key thing. A good knowledge of some of the window membrane material that goes around windows, that kind of thing would be very important. The flashing over the top would be very important, but um, but I'm afraid it might look a little funny, Joe, unless that's really positioned right. That's what I was thinking. I, I'm kind of afraid it would look like a patio door turned sideways and turned into a window. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm concerned with. And he said, you know, is it feasible to remove the vinyl trim? I assume he means maybe around the whole door itself. If it's something that was attached to the sliding section or whichever section of the door that was attached at the factory, then I wouldn't remove it because I don't know who knows right, what, right. what's behind there. Uh, but yeah, I have a feeling it would look like I saw someone do that as a skylight one time. They took a patio door and they used it as oh, a skylight. Wow. Ah. And it looked like a patio door in the in the ceiling. Wow. Looked like a yeah. bad storm took place, yeah. like a tornado and embedded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I think Danny's right. Could you do it? Yeah, you probably could do it, as he said, as long as it's flashed correctly. But would it ever look like a window? I'm not sure. Yeah, you'd have to have a skilled um, carpenter do that. But I would take a close look at it before you did it to make sure you're not going to regret that. Hey, let's get another email here. This one came in from Florida. Donna's asking, my concrete patio always has algae on it. If I clean off all of the algae, then paint the patio, would the algae grow through the painted surface? Also, what kind of paint do you recommend? Well, we don't recommend any paint at all right. for concrete. It just does not hold up. It's too slick when you walk on it. Um, but now, to clean it really, really well and, you know, to be able to use a uh, antimicrobial spray to spray it and to kill all of the mold spores, allow it to dry, and then come back and put a concrete stain on it, that will penetrate into the um, concrete surface and um, prevent the algae from growing. Now, if it's very shaded, if it gets a lot of water that stands on it, that's hard to, to battle that. Um, another way to go is to look into some of the Deitch coatings that are available. Um, that can really raise the look and the quality of that floor surface while still providing a non-skid surface. You can go to DeitchCoatings.com and find that. But if you have the pores of that concrete open, whether it's a patio driveway or sidewalk or whatever, that um, that algae and mildew is hard to, to beat up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could try using um, commercial concrete cleaners. I know Simple Green makes one, Wet and Forget makes one, and that would clean off the algae. If you want to try a homemade solution, you can use just uh, boiling water and scrub it off or oxygen bleach, something like that. But yeah, now Donna says she's going to paint, and I'm assuming it's not painted now, so 
I agree with Danny. Do not paint concrete. That's right. That stained concrete is a lot better and will hold up a lot longer. Hey, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you about a brand new tape measure with an LED light. And also, we're going to talk about the correct way to caulk your bathroom, tub, or shower. You're listening to today's Home on the Radio. Today's homeowner is brought to you by Pavestone, creating beautiful landscapes, and by Quickrete Cement and Concrete Products. It's what America's made of. And welcome back to the Today's Homeowner Radio Show, where it's time for our best new product segment, brought to you by The Home Depot, how doers get more done. You know, a tape measure is one of the most common and most used tools anyone can own. So a simple little improvement can make a big impact. Now, that's why Milwaukee developed their brand new 25-foot compact wide blade magnetic tape measure with rechargeable LED light. The LED light delivers 100 lumens for accurate measurements in dimly lit locations, and the tape's 15 foot of reach allows you to reach even further on your own. And there's a magnetic hook that makes life even easier if you're working with metal studs or any type of um, metal conduit. Plus, the lens is impact resistant, so it can take an abuse a tape measure is bound to get. So, for more information on this Milwaukee Compact Wide Blade Tape Measure with LED light, log on to Home Depot. Dot com. I knew they would do it sooner or later, Joe. Yeah. And, uh, and I love all of the lights, you know, like on the on the drills. And um, heck, Sharon bought me some of the old glasses with the lights on each side, like the oh, electricians yeah. Yeah. use. I can't believe how convenient that is to keep your hands free, you know, when you're doing certain things. That's you know, right. so. It's got to a point where if you pick up a drill that doesn't have a light in it, it's like, what year was this thing made? Yeah, I know. It absolutely has to have a light. Yeah. Obsolete. Thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna sell it. So <laughs> <laughs> bring your own flashlight when you come to the sale. That's right. Or just tape one. You can just tape it to the drill. Sounds that, like a that simple solution. Work. That can work as well. Hey, we're gonna get right to the today's homeowner hotline. Jeff is on the line from Wisconsin. Jeff, welcome to the show and tell us what's going on around your house there. Hi, how are you doing, guys? Doing right. well. Doing well, man. Good. Well, what I have um it's a four piece fiberglass shower module. And it seems like every year or two, I need to recock uh, where it's jointed together. Yeah. And I guess I'm, you know, and I shouldn't be saying this too loud because somebody might hear me, but my wife uses vinegar to clean inside of the shower. Right. And I don't know if that vinegar eats away at the caulk. That's a good question. I've never heard that. It is acidic, but I don't acidic, think it Acidic, and would. if it's a strong um it's a strong solution. If it's straight, uh, definitely is not a, a good way yeah. to go there. If it's diluted a little bit, um, I would think it would be okay. But um, um, and what is happening to the caulk? Is it um, cracking or is it just getting dark? Well, it, it seems like it's disappearing. You know, at one time it used to get dark, and I assume that was probably a mildew. So I tried a different caulk, and it seemed to be okay. But now it just kind of seems to at least around the bottom seam, which is the horizontal seam, uh -huh, mm -hmm. it seems to, you know, not year after year, it seems to be less and less and less, and then I recock it. Oh, I see. Wow. This, is this. it pulling away from the shower enclosure, Jeff? I mean, no, I, uh -uh, it just it's just like disappearing it, for some reason? It's disappearing, yeah. I've never heard of that. I've heard no, of, like, well, cracking. and So when yep. you go to recock, you don't have to remove N no. any of the old caulk? Well, it, in areas where it doesn't 
dissolve or go away, I do clean it out, which is a pain in the the backside. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you know, sounds so like it. Yeah. Where where it's gone, it, I don't need to. I just clean it out really good and then recock, and then it seems after a few years, it just disappears. Well, you certainly shouldn't have to be recocking every two years. No. That, that's for sure. But what I would uh, what I would recommend, and a lot of times uh, people will get a little bit in a hurry on caulking, I would definitely make an effort on, on this go-around to remove as much of that existing caulk as you can. Okay. Um, if it's silicone, it should peel out of there fairly easy, and you might have to use carefully, carefully use a um, metal putty knife, sometimes even a razor knife. But again, be very careful not to cut yourself or to cut any of the surfaces. And then get as much of that out of there as you can. Can. Then, if hopefully you have another shower tub that you can use for one night, it's best just to leave it uncalked um, overnight. M- might even help to put a little small fan just to get some air circulating in there. Because what happens so often is um, moisture is behind those panels. And sure. when you said that it's more pronounced on the lower panel, that, that makes me feel like that it's uh, there's still some moisture issues there. And you might want to look at the top of the panels to make Make sure no water, uh, even a small amount of water, could ever get behind the panel. So that top, top horizontal edge is very important. And then all of the other edges. And just go buy the best silicone, either clear or white, um, that you can get. And um, it's a pretty good investment these days. But one tube will, in most cases, will do an entire shower and then some. And then just caulk it real carefully. I'll make sure you're sealing every bit of it up and then allow it to dry. I would let it dry another day um, before I started using it. That's just kind of to a little bit of uh, caution in order to get it sure. dry before you apply it and then dry before the caulk dry before you use it. So do you guys have a recommended caulk? Well, um, I mean, we, we have always touted tight bond as a very good caulk, but I'm, I'm not sure they even have a silicone. So any of the other major brands that you okay. might um, be able to see, but just, you know, buy a good one. You're only going to need that one tube and it sure. should last for many, many years, not just two. Yep. Yeah. And what I'll, what I'll have to do is just wait for the vinegar user to go on vacation or something. <laughs> well, maybe suggest, maybe buy another type of, I know we, um, one of our sponsors used to be Wet and Forget, and we use their Wet and Forget shower spray that you basically just spray on there after you take a shower. There's not even any scrubbing necessary. And uh, I've never heard any problem with that. But the acidity of the vinegar could possibly be accelerating the caulks failure. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I use vinegar to remove rust from steel, and if it can do that, it's yeah, uh-huh. isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah, Jeff. The only thing I'll add is part of the reason uh, Danny recommends you know making sure that joint is really dry before you put on the new caulk is, of course, if it's wet, that moisture will pass through the caulk, whatever yep. it is, and yep. cause it to mold and mildew the grow. And um, I'm sure there are a lot of companies making a 100% silicone. The one I always use is made by GE. Um, I don't know if it's any better or worse than anybody else's, but just be sure that you're aware that it doesn't clean up with water, so you do have to use mineral spirits to clean it okay. up. Okay, yep. Yeah. Well, that makes perfect sense. So. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. All right, yeah. And, I... fi- and finally, go Packers. <laughs> I know you're from Wisconsin. I'm a, I'm a Packer fan. You 
said that the last time I called. <laughs> well, you keep calling until they start winning ball games. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lately, I don't know. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I very much appreciate your help. Okay, Jeff. Thanks for being a part of the show, and have a great weekend. All right. You too. All right. But you know, um, I think we'll start seeing more and more little inside projects. People calling in about Absolutely. it because that's a perfect yeah. thing to do during this time of the year. And there's more instructions and details waiting on you at today's homeowner. Hey, coming up, if you send us an email, I'll bet we're going to answer it in just a few minutes. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to today's Homeowner Radio. Today's homeowner is brought to you by Wizard Screen Solutions. Find out more at wizardscreens.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Today's Homeowner Radio Show. Danny Lipford here along with my buddy Joe Truini. And one thing we like to do each week is to try to answer as many emails as we possibly can because we do get a lot of emails during the week and would encourage you to send us one anytime, todayshomeowner.com slash ask. All right, let's go to uh, this one is uh, Julio Gonzalez is asking, hey, we're going to install a four foot by six foot tall wall cabinet in our laundry room. The problem is there's an electrical conduit right in the way. It protrudes out about an inch from the wall. Any suggestion in how we can mount the cabinet over the conduit? Well, there are a couple, there are a couple of options. There's that. a couple yeah. options there. One option would be to basically cut just above and just below the conduit. Um, you can cut through the drywall. And then once you remove the drywall, you can notch the studs behind it so that you can push that in. So if you have a half inch drywall and then you notch out a half inch of the front of the stud, you know, which you'll, you know, with the four foot area there, you know, you're going to have four or five studs that you're dealing with. It won't take that long. Nice sharp chisel will be your friend in that little project. Then you can put the cabinet directly over it. And if you have a backing on the cabinet, which most of them do, then you'll cover it up and you just won't see it at all. Um, the other way, Joe, were you going to suggest possibly notching the cabinet? Yeah, either notching the cabinet or even trimming out the back of it with even just a one by two, you know, which is one and a half inches wide. So that would span. So basically you're building the cabinet off the wall. I'm not sure if this um, conduit's running vertically or horizontally. I'm not sure it even matters, but um, either way, yeah, you could just build off, build out the cabinet, attach this trim to the rear of the cabinet, and then reattach it. You might be able to even use a French cleat to hang it, just make sure mm -hmm. it's built off by at least an inch. What I wouldn't recommend is trying to cut or move the conduit, because I mean, you, I guess you could always call an electrician, but that would be a pretty expensive way. So I, I think I would alter the cabinet either by notching it or putting some trim around the back of it just to build it out that one inch. There you go, Julio. A couple different um, options for you. Hey, let's go to Clarksville, Tennessee. Uh, Cheryl writes in, my garage is being converted to a living space. How do I seal the cement floor to create a water barrier before I install permanent flooring? Well, I'll tell you, um, last week we were talking to our friends at um, Custom Building Products about their phenomenal product, Red Guard. And I right. think that's yeah. the perfect thing that you need here. Go to custombuildingproducts.com and uh, check all around about Red Guard. We use it for waterproofing 
building prior to putting up ceramic tile on walls and um, coating cement backer board. It can also be used on a concrete floor. Here's another email from Florida. Charlie K. asked, the tile floor in our new Florida condo is very slippery when it's wet. My wife and I recently retired and we don't want to risk a slip and fall. Is there anything we can do to make the tiles less slippery? Thanks so much for your help and we love your show. Thank you, Charlie K. Um, well, well, Joe, I'll tell you, uh, I'm, I'm sure convinced that the track safe yeah. by, by coatings yeah. is, mm-hmm. uh, is very good. You know, we've used it on tile. We've used it on concrete. We've used it on wood. And uh, it's clear. Um, right. And, yeah. you know, it's not sticky, sticky, but it's just a little tacky, just enough to keep those uh, shoes on the ground and not way up in the air on the way to the <laughs> ER. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, it, now, we're assuming this is porcelain tile that was designed for floors and any floor tile by code has to have some slip resistance to it. So, you know, if this is super slippery, I wonder if they've someone put down the wrong tile. But in any case, yeah, um, TrackSafe, Danny has used it. So, you know, he has firsthand knowledge of it. There's also a product called uh, Slip Doctor Stone Grip. It's basically a treatment that creates what they call micro treads. You put it on the surface, it just etches the tile. So it adds, basically it adds a little more slip resistance than it comes from the factory. Um, so that would be another option. Hey, I want to share with you another quick email here from Lou in Ohio that has a pretty interesting tip for you here. It says, oh, yeah? I thoroughly enjoy your today's homeowner tips. Here's one for me. Secure two leaf rakes to a board with U-bolts, washers, and wing nuts. Then drag the rakes behind your lawn tractor. <laughs> and, and the wing nuts allow you to easily disassemble the rake so you can use each one for hand raking. Just a thought. Thanks again for all of your great tips. And you think about that, you know, you get two or what the heck, three um, matching rakes. You take a one before, maybe top and bottom, put the bolts right. there together with wing bolts, and then just slowly ride around uh, or with your golf cart or, you know, <laughs> the, the kids' battery-powered little gator that I have for <laughs> There you them. go. Yeah. You know, I can tie it onto that and say, go forward, around and around in a circle. So uh, I don't Try know. Try to avoid a, the river and the swimming pool. Yeah. And good luck. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting. So I think that might uh, be a time saver for somebody yeah. this fall. Yeah, that sounds like a good, simple solution. But, yeah, I mean— I don't know how far you can drive before the leaves start coming out from behind the rakes, but yeah, it'd certainly be worth it. Yeah. Or, or just throw your grandkid on there, you know, to weigh yeah, it down. Yeah, weigh it Works just fine. <laughs> hey, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, it's going to be simple solution time. Joe's got a good one for us. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to today's Homeowner Radio. Today's homeowner is brought to you by Duck Brand Weatherization Products. And welcome back to the show where it's time for our simple solutions. And um, don't tell Joe, but I actually enjoy these simple solutions. So don't, don't, we don't want him to get the big head. So, uh, so don't tell him about that. So now, Joe, what do we have for our simple solution for this hour? You know, I am on the radio with you. I can hear oh, everything you're saying. Oh, you you're can? speaking oh. into a microphone. Oh, yeah, man. don't tell Joe. Oh, he's I he's listening. I, was, I thought I was whispering. <laughs> I listen about 50% of the time, so there's a good chance that I might hear you. Okay, the Danny. truth finally comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Holidays are coming, and you want your home to look as nice as possible. And there's nothing worse than seeing a bunch of scuff marks. I'm not sure why some shoes scuff floors more than others, but you get scuff marks from even from, like, um, 
vacuum cleaners, anything you're rolling around or pushing around your home. So here's how to remove most scuff marks. And all you need is a fuzzy new tennis ball. Simply take the tennis ball and use it almost like an eraser to scrub the scuff mark. And this works, by the way, on any floor, whether it's wood, tile, laminate, even vinyl. And for some reason, the fuzzy exterior of the ball will just erase black marks from heels of shoes and boots. And when I shot this simple solution, I thought, well, that's great, but you know, where do you keep the tennis ball? How do you find it when you need it? And so what I did is I took a utility knife and I cut very carefully, cut an X in the ball, and then I jammed it on the end of my broom handle. So now when I grab the broom to sweep up a little bit, the tennis ball is always there, right on the end of the broom handle. Then it just, of course, turn it upside down as you're sweeping your floor. If you come across a scuff mark, turn it upside down and use the tennis ball to erase the scuff mark. There you go. Another use for your the tennis balls you have laying around your house, Danny. And and tennis balls get old. You know, after a while, they're not good for tennis anymore. They lose their so fuzziness. They, that's right. And so uh, that's a, that's a great way of recycling it. And you know, I actually saw um, someone in an airport one time using this, going along. You know, the scuff marks. And I thought to myself, Wow. Is that is that all they do? And I so much <laughs> I so much wanted to go over and say, excuse me, uh, what is your official title? You know, what? I assume this person works at the airport, right? Yeah, yeah, they work at the oh, airport. Okay, it wasn't but, just but, some guy wandering around. But yeah, you know, okay. there's miles and miles of hallways. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? And I mean, it's it's like uh, you know the guy painting the bridge. You know, you see. Paints and that's paints right. and paints and then gets in his truck and goes back and starts all over. I'm sure that's uh, <laughs> very much the way the, the tennis ball, um, I just don't know what you'd call it. Um, the, the scuff sheriff. Scuff sheriff. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he just uh, follows Danny through the airport and moves scuff marks. I hope they have a badge for him and everything on that one. Uh, <laughs> hey, wanted to remind you where you can see a lot of today's homeowner television episodes, almost 600 of them. Uh, you know, even though we're not taping shows anymore, uh, we have 25 years of some pretty darn amazing shows that we would love for you to, you know, check out. So all you have to do is go to todayshomeowner.com slash stream to be able to see which platform you can see it on. I mean, it's platforms like Roku, Pluto, Freevee, and and a lot of others. And if you have an LG Smart TV, uh, we have our own channel, Channel 476, and we have a number of announcements that we'll be making on the todayshomeowner.com slash stream page about other places that you can see. We're in talks right now with several cable companies that we might be able to land uh, maybe even five days a week on some of the cable channels. So those are things we'll be able to announce. And I would encourage you to join me on my Facebook page, too. Um, you can do Danny Lip Facebook page as well as today's homeowner Facebook page because we're going to be posting a lot about a big liquidation event that we're having, um, a great opportunity to get a lot of the props and tools that were used on the Today's Homeowner Television Show. Hundreds and hundreds of them. A lot of them will be sold online. Others will be sold in person. So we'll tell you all about that um, coming up. But we've got a lot of information for you there. And remember, todayshomeowner.com is always there. Thousands of videos and, of course, the Today's Homeowner YouTube channel. We're constantly adding new content there on projects that you can use around your home to have the best looking house on the block. Hey, that pretty much wraps up the first hour of Today's Homeowner Radio. Danny Lipford here, along with my buddy Joe Truini. Thanks so much for spending some of your busy weekend with us here on Today's Homeowner Radio. We'll see you soon.